Welcome to Parents Evening Podcast with me, Sophie, and my parents, Joe and Matt. Hello. So I do. Hi. What have you both been up to this week? Me personally, not an awful lot at all. Haven't been out anywhere. Finished one very good book that was called The Ex-Husband by Karen Hamilton that I would highly recommend to people. A bit of a domestic thriller. I don't know, it's it's goes back and forth, uh, the present day and then back a few years and then back a few more years after that. So you kind of, it's her life, but you get to see it at the time and then you get to see it now. And there's an absolutely brilliant twist at the end. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. But yeah, that's it. it was no journaling this week, so I felt a bit bereft at the beginning of the week. It was just... My little community wasn't there on Monday morning. Managed to do a full week of yoga, which while we'd been going out and about, I hadn't been doing. Been doing six times a week rather than the seven, but yeah, full week this week. But yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, mine's not been much better apart from Thursday. I got a message from my son, Alison, asking if I could do him a big favour, but he'd understand if I didn't want to. In a nutshell, his father-in-law is moving house. They're downsizing to a little place without a garden. And they've offered my son and his wife loads of garden accessories and furniture. I want to know if I'd go and pick it up for them before the movement happened. So it was hire a van, which they paid for. They pick it up from near here, then drive 50 miles in the opposite direction away to sort of southwest Wales, pick up all the furniture and accessories which were increasing as I was there as his father-in-law kept coming out in the garage saying do you think he'll need these? I don't really know to be honest oh well he can have them anyway do you think he'll want these? I said well, I don't know oh well I'll give them to him anyway and he can decide so yeah there was lots of additions being thrown in but I have to say hats off to him the best addition of all when I arrived and we started loading came out with two packets of tin foil and said I thought you'd appreciate these. Is a bacon and egg sarnie, and then say quite randomly, like four cooked sausages in a separate foil. So it's just it was great. Bacon and egg sarnie waiting for me. And it obviously just sausages. had leftover food and was like, oh, that's coming. You can have them. No, <laughs> yeah, I think no, they were I, trying I think they to were, run down their fridge and well, yeah, freezer I as to, well. I said to her son and daughter-in-law, I said about it, and they said, yeah, I think he's trying to run down the freezer. But it was appreciated. It was great. So I sat there munching on the sandwich. The next leg of the journey, which was from southwest Wales to Plymouth to drop it off. Both my son and daughter in law were working, so it was lug it into their garden, which was fine apart from the benches because mm. they were too wide to carry up their staircase. So I had to put it on, lift it up onto my head, and they were fairly good, substantial benches. So I hooked them up onto my head so they were above because they got a wall either side of their steps up and carry them up and all the other stuff carried them up did that and then shooted off back here missed dropping the van off that night so I had to drop it off the next morning but yeah did all that in a day turned out I noticed when the, from the invoicey thing when you drop the van off Ooh. 447 miles they clocked alright it's being done on it left that back 20 past 8 got back here just after 6 yeah not much after mm-hmm. that was it it was about six o'clock-ish. So yeah, I didn't think that was a bad day. Didn't really see anyone. Didn't really talk to anyone. 
just sat in a van. Well, you was... spoke to yeah, more was, people was... than I did. Yeah. But we could tell because you went loopy when we were watching TV that night. Yeah, it was a bit weird later on that evening. Yeah, you would not shut up while we were trying to do the final bit of the flipping... <laughs> what was it? Murder Island? Island? Yeah. See if we'd all got it right. And you kept talking over it all the time. So we had to keep stopping and going back. That's fine. <laughs> so yeah, that was about it for the week, really. Did some jogging, did some cycling in the shed. Oh, My yeah. dad does laugh every time because he asks now, oh, has Matt been out on his bike? I said, well, he spent an hour in the shed on his bike. Oh, yes, okay. He just... Yeah, he's not going to get it, so that's fine. That was my week. How about you, sweetheart? Um, I had my BSL group again. There was less kids this time, which was good. It was more manageable. There was like 20 this time, right. rather than a whole classroom full. But because of how it went the first week, I was like, right, I'll, t- I'll tone it down, and I'll literally just hand out the sheets and put up on the board what we're doing, and then I'll just go around and they can practice. Mm. But it was just numbers, so there wasn't as much to practice. Like with the alphabet, they can go through it a few times, yeah. they can spell different stuff. With numbers, once you've got like one to 20, yeah, yeah. you kind of got it. So then I think they started getting a bit bored of that one. And then the teacher whose room it is was like, oh, you should, if you want some help of like how to structure it and stuff, I can help you with that. And I was like, well, I'd planned that. But then there were so many kids that I'd dialed it back mm. and to just, uh, here's some signs, practice them. Yeah. So I was like, if it's like this, then I can go back to that. But mm. because the first week it was so crazy, I was like, I can't. So I've prepared next week's now. So we're doing animals. And I'm going to do like a game at the start to kind of recap what we've done. So get them in pairs and have something on the board, like a number with the number written underneath. Yeah. So they go in pairs. One of them can see the board. One of them's looking to the back of the classroom. And the one who can see the board spells what the number is. Yeah. And then the one that's watching them has to try and figure out what the number is. Right. And then and turn around it in the numbers. Yeah. And then they'll yeah. turn around and see if the number's right. And then I've got a few of those going from like five and six up to like four hundred and something yeah. to make it a bit more difficult. Then I've got sheets with the animals on, so I'll give those out and then kind of go through the animals. Because mm. it's easier with like alphabet and numbers. I can just print off a sheet and go, there you are. Yeah. Because it's kind of, there's not like a movement to them, really, apart from like pointing to your thumb for A. Yeah. Putting yeah. your hands together. But like it, if you do like. It's fairly self-explanatory. It, you know yeah. you have to do that. Whereas with other signs, obviously there's more of a movement. And if you can't. Pictures aren't always great at explaining what yeah. that movement is. So I was like, if I go through them, then they, they'll have that knowledge. So then they, when they come to practice, they have the sheet and go, oh, well, I remember it's like that. Yeah. Then they can practice for a bit. And then I've got a game where I've done like little cards. And on one side, it says, I have, and then a picture of an animal. So say a dog. Mm-hmm. Then on the other side, it says, who has, and then it's got the picture of the sign. So like someone right, signing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Cat. So then I'm gonna at the end once I've practiced a bit, dish out all these cards, and then say right, no voices. So someone will start. So maybe I'll have one that starts to like show them how it works, and then I I would sign I have or dog have because that's the more BSL Mm. orders. Dog have point to yourself, and then cat have who, Mm. but without voice, and then. They've got to work out who's got the cat. Right. right and then yeah. they'll say, oh, cat have, rabbit and have who. Yeah, and then on. it goes around until yeah. it comes back to the dog. Yeah. So hopefully then that's as well. It's getting them for the first time having voice off and by actually looking around and seeing like 
more receptive of other people's signs because at the moment they've just been practicing of like this is what's on the sheet that's an a right that's a b right that's yeah. a c right so it'll be interesting to see how that goes <laughs> so have you do you give them a next week we'll be doing hmm. all right because do... normally the bell goes and they'll yeah. leave so do they know what who and have far well, no, but I'm going to do that next right. week. Because okay. that was the other thing I was talking to the teacher about. Because she saw me when I was printing off, I was laminating the cards. And I was explaining to her. And she was like, oh, maybe you could have, uh, like, when they're practicing, have teach them, like, my favourite animal is. Mm. And stuff like that. Because I was like, I don't know whether to kind of teach them all the vocabulary. And then be like, okay, here's questions. Here's how to put it into a sentence. Yeah. But I guess as, if we do that as we go they will still be able they'll be able to have conversations within each topic as we go mm. and then yeah. eventually that'll just build up as we go because what they've done so far is because they've done the alphabet and numbers so then as i'm going around they'll be like oh what's the sign for this and what's the sign for that mm. um so they are pretty good at just asking if they want to know but yeah i think next week it'd be a bit more interesting because it's actual not actual signs but stuff to engage them more rather yeah. than the alphabet and numbers yeah it'll be things that they can be like oh that's a fun sign or, mm. oh it's an elephant because it's the trunk mm. and stuff like that and I can explain it a bit more rather than just well that's an A yeah yeah, and that's a B because on the side it looks like a B but it's like anything you've got to start with the basics and the basics aren't just, always exciting no, no. but also as long as it, that it keep keeps coming back. yeah I was going to say that it keeps their interest that they've they've not given up by week three because but yeah. if they have yeah. then their friends that are coming will be like oh we did this this week yeah. and they're yeah. like oh what I'll come back I just think yeah. they're the sort of person that gives a shit about learning it for the sake of other people they're going to keep coming back yeah, yeah. if they're not then they're pricks <laughs> they're kids <laughs> calm down exactly kids are pricks <laughs> <laughs> but no that one should be good mm. so what do you do during the school day when your student isn't there work but your work is signing the lessons to her. Well, yeah, but I still need to look at the lessons, see what's coming up, look at the language that's going to be used, look right. up the signs if I don't know what the signs are. Mainly it's look up the word to see what the word means. So right. prep. Okay. And then mm-hmm. I was just doing my BSL club, so I've got like 12 now <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> it's good, it's kind of given me something else to do when I've mm. sort of done what I need to, and then I've got yeah. three, I'm like, oh, I'm done. Like, oh, I'll just do the next BSL club mm. lesson. Not lesson. Yeah, that should be good. Then Friday off. It's an inset day. That was good. Met up with some people from work to play D and D because they heard when I went to went in October half term to play mm. with my friends, and they learned about that, and they were like, "Oh, that'd be fun." I, I, there was a few was like, "Oh, I'd like to try that." So we're like, "Oh, should we do uh, some sort of D and D day or whatever?" And then they were like, "Because for our inset, we were supposed to go." Normally, because we're a trust, it would be you have to go somewhere and have all of the trusts, mm. all the school in the trust would have to go to this place and have a massive training thing. But obviously at the moment they're not doing that, so they're like, oh, we'll just send you a video. So everyone's like, right, quickly get this video out of the way. And I was like, right, so we'd have to be on a Friday, should we do D&D? And everyone's like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty good. There was five of us in the end. Four from work and then one of their son. Right. Um, played before so that's quite good because he could help everyone out right okay <laughs> so yeah that was good and then we. so I was supposed to be back that's why I didn't say anything when I left mm. I wasn't like oh I'm not for tea or whatever originally we were going to meet half one to half three 
then the person who had to leave at half three was like, I don't need to leave at half three anymore. We looked at the time and it was eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I think around like five, so we, put, we put some pizzas in. But I didn't really say to me clock the time. Mm. I was like, oh, we'll have some pizza and then I'll go home. And then, yeah, it was eight o'clock. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Got back at like ten. <laughs> Night. <Yeah. laughs> uh, and then I have my um, second interpreting class this weekend. Yeah. Which has been cool. Always is. I think it's always going to be exciting mm. and interesting. So this week we were talking about the actual process of translation. So, because he was saying that interpreting and translation, you're still in your head. You still need to translate. Like that process is still yeah. the same, whether it's a translation or an inter or interpreting. And then we looked at three people, Newmark, Baker, and Bell, who each have like different things that you are supposed to consider when you're mm. translating. So like one of them, his, the teacher's favorite one, Baker, is kind of like basically says, accept that there's going to be problems and that problems are going to come up because you're translating two totally different languages, totally different cultures with different histories and different, like everything is different. So there's yeah. going to be problems where you go, oh, this is actually quite challenging to translate. But as long as you have the right tools to deal with that, then it's fine, basically. So there's loads of stuff in there about kind of all the, not all the different things that can go wrong, but why you can't easily translate stuff. Right. And one of them made me think of you, actually, because in the summer when you were watching the Paralympics, you were like, come and tell me what this interpreter's saying, because yeah. it looks like he's not doing anything. Yeah. So that was one of the things we were looking at, is that, say in English, you might sign one, say a word, but in BSL, there is no one word to translate. Yeah. You have to add stuff to it, or you have to stretch it out, or whatever, to actually make that make sense. Yeah. And then it's the same the other way around. So the, the one that you were watching was, like, uh, wheelchair race it's like a, yeah wheelchair race is 400 meters I think but he just um, didn't seem to be doing a lot whereas the, the commentator, vocal commentator was doing a lot the commentator's like oh they're neck and neck and yeah. oh this person's from England and she's done this that and the other and oh they're coming around the corner she's yeah. slightly ahead oh but he bothered whatever then every 20 seconds he'd just do some gesture and that was it it was like because in BSL you wouldn't need all of that so you've got like, it's a wheelchair race because you can see that and then you kind of rather than like oh they're neck and neck whatever you just have the two people next to each other and they're at the same they're in the same position yeah. so you can tell they're in the same position then they go around a corner so he showed them going around the corner one was like slightly going ahead so then one hand would go yeah. slightly ahead so then you wouldn't you don't need all of the steps that is in mm. English you don't need that in BSL but we were kind of doing it the other way around. And then he was like showing us um, different words in different languages that don't really have one one English translation. Mm. So there was one, I can't remember what the word was now, but it was a Swedish word, and it basically means that like it filled something perfectly, or right. it fit perfectly. Right. So like, I guess if you had water in a jug and you poured it into a cup and all that water perfectly filled to the brim, yeah. you would say there's one word, mm. but that doesn't have a word in English. Right. You'd just be like, oh, it fit perfectly. Yeah. Germans are good at that. They put German, loads of words together language. to make a really long extended word, which takes a sentence for us to explain. I right. mean, Schadenfreude is the best one, which is one German word, but it's taking pleasure from someone else's calamity. Someone else fucking up that you basically you've been right. framed. Okay, yeah. But yeah, the Germans, they make them into one word which takes us a whole sentence to explain what yeah. that word is. There was one that he said there was a Brazilian word 
and it was there was like a paragraph he was like mm. you cannot condense it anymore that's just what it is and it was something like i'll have to get my book because i in my notebook i wrote it down it was one word and it basically means like filtering out the ground underneath a coffee plant so that and then putting that in the middle pathway to help prevent other plants from like hitting it or something right yeah but it was like this whole massive thing and he was like that's just one word (laughs) (laughs) and then uh there was a scottish word you're about to introduce someone and you forget their name right and that's just one word (laughs) and he was like you can't explain that any other way apart from saying you're about to introduce someone and then you forget their name right yeah (laughs) so that was kind of the kind of thing we were looking at there was that one I think this person had like 10 things and I can't remember them. One of them was repetition. So because of the two different cultures, repetition is totally different. Okay. So in BSL, if you agree with something, you'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah. If you said that in English, people would be like, all right, one's enough. Calm down. Yeah, I mean, it still in happens. Certain, in certain happens. situations, yeah. but yeah. BSL uses it way more. Right. So like in a presentation and someone goes, yeah, 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 yeah. In mm. BSL, you would go, because he was saying it like, BSL would go yeah yeah yeah, and then in English you would go you would be like yeah, mm. you would you would oh, like, yeah. rather than repeat it yeah, and he was like if you did that in BSL and you just went yeah <laughs> so you just look confused <laughs> and people would be like what are you talking about yeah <laughs> so it's kind mm. of the other way around one of them was like just the fact that culture is different or like words have a different meaning in different cultures. I think okay. I've confused two, but one like one example he was saying was marvelous, which in BSL basically means oh what a co- what a coincidence. All right, okay. So he was although a lot of people were going wait what I'm not like even all the deaf mm. people were like mm, maybe that was more because he's Welsh he was there like maybe that was more a Welsh thing but mm. it was like regional but he was like I think you've got a bit of the padding off the oh it's gone now headphone was stuck on the bottom of your chin it must be back on the headphone now because you dipped your head and now it's oh, it's on your jumper <laughs> there's a lump of <laughs> but we just see this blue lump on the bottom of your chin <laughs> um, so yeah so he was like if I went on holiday and I was thinking about a friend that I hadn't seen for ages I was like oh I should probably text them and I turned around and they were there you'd go oh marvellous there they are mm. But in BSL, in English, you wouldn't say marvellous. No. No. Whereas that's more a, oh, what a coincidence in BSL. Right, yeah. No, um, I suppose you would just say that's a, what a coincidence. Yeah. Oh my God, I've just been thinking about you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the other one was nodding. Nodding and shaking your head. So in English, if you go in, you were saying like, we could, oh, it'd be good if we could meet up, what, like, are you free next week or something? Mm. And I nodded. I would then be agreeing to meet you yeah. next week. In BSL, nodding is more just, okay, I'm listening. Right. So you wouldn't suddenly be like, okay, he's agreed. Like, he's like, what? Right. what? Yeah, no, yeah. I haven't. I haven't said anything. I've just been nodding or like shaking my head or whatever. So nodding and shaking your head means two different things in two right. different cultures. Um, and there was another one then that I just thought of, like the marvellous one. Oh, worse. Worse doesn't, worst isn't a negative in BSL. All right. Necessarily. Okay. I mean, it can be, but it doesn't have to be. So if you went to a coffee shop, and they gave you a tiny little cup, and then you go to another coffee shop, and they give you a big one. They go, "Oh, that's worse because bigger." Right, so worse okay. kind, of, kind of means more. Oh, right, okay. So it doesn't necessarily mean a negative. It's just like, "Oh, that one's worse. It's so much bigger." Do you ever find out why these things are like this? Because that's what get, that's what gets me. Why? Why someone must along the line has decided in BSL, "Oh, worse means bigger." It's a it word. Means more. 
Like, like, yeah, more. Because if you're ill, worse. It means that is a negative. You're more ill. Yeah. But more coffee isn't bad, necessarily. (laughs) But it just gets me that someone, somewhere along the line, has decided that the English word of worse means more in BSL. But it's like, I don't know, slang. You could be like, well, why does that? Why does sick mean good? Oh yeah, someone no, along mean, the lines decided that. That's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them yeah, they, they, they evolve. Develops, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's just curious. I'm gonna get my book because there's tomorrow. <laughs> I found really interesting. <laughs> I can't think of now. Everything she's doing is so fascinating. Mm. But I also think it must just be so exhausting to to learn. I mean, everything. I've always thought that with everything. Yeah, I mean, I've always thought that with anything, with learning a different language, it's just must mess with your head. Hmm? What YouTube Being exhausted. You'll know when you listen back. Being exhausted, learning stuff. Yeah. And we were today because we didn't like last weekend. We um, broke off into groups and did stuff. Mm. Whereas this time we didn't. He literally just told us all this stuff. And you didn't seem to have as many breaks today. Whether we were wrong, but no. Last last time you did the course, we seemed to you seemed to be up and down a lot more than you were this week. Maybe you just couldn't be bothered to come down. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because she was exhausted. Mm. Also, I think I talked about this one before that signs don't have a superordinate. Is that the right word? So, like the word for vehicle, there isn't a word for vehicle. But you would say like car, bike, etc. You did do the individual vehicle itself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then also he was saying like the other way around sometimes they have the main word but not the other words so like pig you, there's no word for so sow. Sow. sow sow you would just say female pig right okay right. stuff like that there's no like specifics also the context is like well, like we were saying about worse and stuff like that old would be like that's an old person mm. but you didn't say uh, like what's your old name you would say what was your name before right yeah because old in that context to them doesn't right. make sense. Mm. I don't know that it makes sense to me. Yeah. Well, what uh, was your you, old name? Yeah, you would say, you what? would say that. Some people would say that. I'd say, what was your maiden name? Yeah, some people would, but some people would say, what was your old okay. name? I've heard that plenty of times before. Makes sense. Well, then there's like when culture doesn't have an equivalent. So he was saying there was someone who was on the course who was from Australia, and when they came here, they said something about oh, checking the airing cupboard. What the hell's an airing cupboard? Because they don't have them in Australia. Yeah. So, like, the word for whisper would not make sense to a deaf person because yeah. it's linked with sound. So, you would say, you can talk quietly. You, mm. wouldn't, like, you wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, you can you can whisper, you just, but you can talk quietly. Right. And you've, you've mentioned it before and you've mentioned it today. Just culture, because that's the one thing I can't get my head around, really. Culture have a big effect. Yes. Because right. I just can't get my head around that there's a, a probably going to sound stupid on my part, that there's a deaf culture. To me, you can hear or you can't hear. Mm-hmm. And if you can't hear, you use sign language. And if you can hear, you speak English. Fine. They're two different languages. I get that. But I don't understand the difference in culture. Well, to me, culture is something different than language. It is. It is. It's a group of people that use the same language mm. interacting with each other. Yeah, but that's more than language. That's what I'm saying. Culture. It's, not, it's culture. No, culture is more than language. Let's Google the definition. <laughs> culture is how you act. It's how... Yes, but it's... It's how you live. It's how the deaf people interact with each other. Culture is interaction. Yeah, just, it's I not just... 
culture, the ideas, customs and social behaviour of a particular people of a particular people or society. Yeah, that's That's what I mean. It's it's behaviour and acts and right, so you don't think we've, that's... we've said before about going to a deaf performance theatre mm. and how we couldn't get over the fact of people having conversations from one end of the room to the other mm. and it being so quiet. Yeah. That is deaf culture. But that's just that's what I'm saying. That's the language. That's the difference in language. It's, the, it's their interaction. If we were at a theatre, mm. we would need to stand close to each other because there would be so much noise going on mm. to be able to hear what yeah, each other was we saying. Speak. We interact. Yeah, I don't know. I just put those differences you're saying down to language rather than cultural differences. But Perhaps it it's not being involved in that culture that I don't understand. It's I like suppose. when we were watching the comedy. I was like, there's stuff that you will not laugh at, but I will yeah. because I get their culture. Yeah. That's culture. I guess. Humour. Yeah. Comedy is part of their culture. Yeah. That is different to your culture, so you don't get their jokes. I guess. I suppose that's sort of in jokes. There's things to do with being deaf. Yeah. That not being deaf, you wouldn't get. So you need to read the Nell Patterson books that I've raved on about. Mm. Because she, as a BSL interpreter, she does explain mm. to the non-deaf community how the deaf community works. You'd have a better understanding of it from. Mm, I suppose. Her but picture. I know because you've come across it before as a barrier that people prefer deaf people in certain circumstances than hearing people who can sign. You've said before the circumstances. <laughs> partly like this course and things you've done, you've, you, I know you've said, or oh, they prefer they people prefer, who are deaf. They prefer a teacher to be deaf, yeah. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. That's it's, getting, <laughs> no, it's getting your head round that. So there is an effect on what you're doing if they actually prefer people from the deaf culture. That's all There's, I'm saying. No, but it has an effect. What has an effect? The difference in culture, not just difference in language. Yeah, yeah read that book. <laughs> because we can't explain it to you. You're too blocked off from it all. I'm not blocked you're, off. You're still seeing deaf culture as purely BSL. No, I'm not. I'm saying... I'm asking the question. Sophie has come across hob- obstacles before because she's not deaf and not in the deaf community. And no. you have said that to us before. No. So what I said was deaf people prefer that deaf people teach BSL over hearing people that teach BSL. See, that's where my head gets confused. Because that's their culture and their language. Why should someone else teach it? If you learnt German and went to Germany and said, I'm going to come and teach German... They'd be like, well, who do you think you are coming to teach German? We are German, we'll teach it, thanks. Yeah, see, I don't know, because in some respects, I think I wouldn't mind looking at it the opposite way. I'm not sure I would mind being taught English from someone who wasn't a natural-born English speaker. But they wouldn't have who as have... much knowledge. But then I guess it's different, because in BSL, so you've, you've, you're already dealing with two different languages. Yeah. All the time, most yeah. of the time. So... One of the things we were talking about is literal translation. So saying take a break and doing the sign for like if something broke. Yeah. Because that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You would say take a break, like take a rest. Mm. Whereas a hearing person might use the sign for actually break yeah. as a break more often. They literally and translate then word for word rather than... people to sign that way. Yeah. So they're teaching it wrong. Yeah. Okay, I get that. That's all I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Any more questions? No. 
about it. It's an awful lot for us to get our head around. Well, because you're kind of coming in at the like top end of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've got no knowledge really at all. You should come to my BSL club. Yeah, it's just trying to grasp everything. Yeah, but even like you're saying, even that wouldn't be enough because it's not a deaf culture. It's just a language course. Yeah, that's also why deaf people teach it, so you get the culture. Mm, yeah. That's why we, even when we're in person in the interpreting course, we're not allowed to speak. We have to sign to each other mm. because then you've got that culture embedded as well so that when you are interpreting or you're translating, you've already got that to kind of draw from. I didn't ask. you tutor who's running this course, are they deaf? Yes. Yeah. I asked about students, but didn't ask about the actual teacher, professor, whatever. Teacher. I think they all are apart from one because he'll do like the English part of BSL to English right. so that you can yeah. hear us. <laughs> okay. So it's still going well then. Yep. Enjoying it. Yep. Be rubbish if I wasn't second mm. weekend in. I, you might be finding it tough with all the information coming in, but have you been told what you're doing tomorrow? More of that. Right, okay. <laughs> I think tomorrow we're actually going to be practicing and like doing some stuff. There was something, someone asked a question, they were like, how do we, oh, how would we portray a rhetorical question? Because mm. like we were saying before about portraying the person, not the, like, not being yourself, you're being the person who's delivering whatever, so signing or speaking, and then how would you put across a rhetorical question? Because we were kind of saying that some of the deaf people in the group were saying they've had interpreters before, and they've just been really deadpan, and not, they've realize that everyone's staring at them and not really understanding why and they're like oh you've just asked me a question but you didn't put that to me as it was a question mm. you were putting it across to me as it was a statement so i haven't responded and everyone's looking at me waiting for an answer mm. so we were like well this is how you do a question but how would you do a rhetorical question when you don't actually want people to suddenly start trying to answer yeah so he was like yeah we'll do that tomorrow because <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that something you got pulled up on before yeah. Well, yeah, but there's rhetorical questions as in a speaker is asking a rhetorical question mm. and then you have to translate that right. rather than in everyday sign using rhetorical questions. Right, okay. But I, did, I answered something today and he was like, okay, that was too early. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what it was now. He was like, so he showed us an English written thing and then he showed us, he did like a literal translation of it and then showed us a really good example of a good free translation and we were watching it well we watched the video and then he was like so was that and the english the same and everyone was like no it was different and i was like what's it and he was like okay why was it different and some people had some answers and then i put my hand up and i was like well the culture was different and this delivery was different but it meant the same thing and then other people still had their hands up and he was like yes too early <laughs> i think he was gonna get like why it was all different and yeah. then be like but the message was still the same. Yeah. <laughs> I got in there a bit early. I'm like, oh, sorry. I've got to admit, that's not an aspect I've even thought of before, to be honest. What? Translating written word, rather than I just assumed it was all spoken. I've not even contemplated getting my head around you translating written word into sign. Oh, it's the same. Yeah I, just, I just, yeah, I know. I just not even thought about that side of it. So I said, it's just not knowing. I just thought of just translating word for word and spoken. Well, they might have like a letter that they don't understand, mm. and you have to translate it. Or interpret. Yep. Or translate. Yeah. Whatever. In your head, you just translate, and it's just how it comes out. Changing it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You're getting BSL yeah, already. You converted it. You're getting culture. Change it. 
<laughs> it's that thing, you change it, it's now that thing. Yeah. Cool. Sorted. That's me done. I thought I'm positive. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was the other thing. He was like, positive. You wouldn't use positive as much. So right. like, COVID positive. Yeah. He was like, what does that mean? COVID's good. You said right. COVID have. Yeah. Or COVID nothing. I mean, some of these, to be fair, still work in English. Saying COVID positive still doesn't always altogether sound brilliant. Just saying you've got COVID. Yeah. It's still, I mean, that's not a BSL thing. That's just a general language thing, I think. Using, because negative, yes, means you haven't got it. But like you say, saying COVID positive, even English, using English yeah. still sounds like it's... I've got COVID. I've got COVID. Yeah, but... but if you say you say you are COVID positive, you can go, oh, that means I've got it. Yes, it sounds positive, but you understand what it means. Yeah. If you said to a deaf person, you are COVID positive, they'd be like, I'm, I'm good at COVID. Right, yeah. yeah. You have to say COVID have. Yeah. Or COVID nothing. Healthy, not healthy. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's a grey area. Could yeah. be healthy with both. Yeah. It's a minefield. Is there a sign for minefield? Gotta be. No. Oh, come on. You would just say, you have to be careful. That's <laughs> 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 like, we, what was it we were talking about today? Um, like landslide? Because that's yeah. got two different meanings. So you have to know the context of what's being said before you sign it. Right. Because he was like, well, is it a landslide as in, like, actual ground is moving? It's moving. Yeah. Or has someone just won the vote by a landslide? Yeah. Landslide victory. That's why generally as well, signing is a little bit behind because you're still hearing the rest of the context Yeah. so that you can put it in the right context. Yeah, you can't just blur out the word landslide. You've got to yeah. know Like I've, why. I've, I've been guilty of it before of doing something and then being like, ah, oh, that was the wrong two or whatever. Yeah. Of being like, oh, you need this page too. Oh, you need page two. Oh, mm. sorry, no, you need the, the other page. Right. Or whatever. So going back now, just out of interest, the two different landslides, mm. what would you do? Is it like there's landslipping and you won and then, by a lot? Like, you really won. Right. <laughs> or like yeah. one and then like some, like one's higher than the other, mm. like by a lot. Or just, yeah, right. he, he was doing one foot. Right, okay. Yeah, because that's the only other time you hear it, really. Winning by a landslide yeah. in elections and politics. Don't really hear it in any other walks of life, I don't think. No. Oh, then, he was also saying about time. So you need to know when whatever it is was written, spoken, whatever, what the time was then. Okay. So the era. If, if you had a gay day, now that would mean a pride day. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Back then, it would just mean a happy day. Happy day. Mm. So you need to know what the context of the time is. Ooh, then you get into weird ground. Yeah. Or the age of the person you're talking yeah. to. So he was saying you always need to understand your audience because, say, if you sign, it was more deaf focused. So he was saying if you sign Minicon, older people would get that. Young deaf people would be like, what's a Minicon? Mm. A mini what? Minicon. It was like a device to. It's almost like oh, a deaf okay. telephone type yeah. thing. Right, okay. But it was like older people would get that, mm. and then younger people would be like, if you just went, oh, minicom, they'd be like, you're typing yeah, something. Yeah, so talking to somebody today and saying, I'll send a fax. Yeah, there's a bunch of people that wouldn't know, wouldn't know mm. what that meant at all. Mm. So yeah, you also have to be aware of like what the time period of whatever it is was mm. to learn the context of that word in that Okay, sentence. so, cool, there's whole... Lots of things going around in my head now. Good, it's good because then I can go back and be like, oh, I've had these questions. And okay, so you're like, oh, you're very uh, insightful. If, if, say, granddad, mm -hmm. say my dad, because yeah. he's dead, so he can't offend anyone, is talking mm -hmm. and he's going on about talking to nieces and nephews we've got who are quite young. Mm. 
preteen, just preteen, some of them. I don't know, but 10 or 11 year olds anyway, it doesn't have to be someone we know. Right. But he would probably quite often talk about a good night he'd had out back in the day, that being, oh, oh it was a gay old time. Mm-hmm. To yeah. not transfer the word gay to the younger audience mm-hmm. who are deaf, what would you sign to them? Just It was a really like, good, had, a really a good, good time. time. Yeah. Right. Because it's You'd the thing, to, a happy night. Yeah. This is the thing with interpreting. Don't listen to the words. Listen to, listen the, to con- the meaning, the meaning yeah. of what they're you saying. Take yeah. the meaning and then you leave all of the language. That's what you kept saying today. When yeah. you leave all of the language, but you take what it means yeah. and then you put it into their culture and their language and then yeah. give it back to them. Because you think about so much from the past. Because mm, I remember that our parents said, yeah, yeah. as read, and I, you think, Because oh. I, I kept thinking of when great used queer to mean weird. Yeah. Yeah, something looked queer. Mm. And I was like, that means something totally different now. Yeah. Thing is, with that one, it's a weird one because it kind of didn't. They used that word to mean both because it meant unusual and different. But now it only means it has one meaning. Yes. Yeah, that's that's what you mean. Like, yeah. yeah, you use if great has a sentence and says that looks queer. Yeah. I know that looks strange. Yeah. If you say today someone is queer, that's yeah. totally different. Yeah. So mm. that's what I mean. The meaning yeah. of the sentence is not just yeah. Because I mean, it's so not an acceptable term. No. In today's language. No, it is. Yeah, I don't it's know about not LGBTQ. acceptable. Saying something. Oh, is that what the Q is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't realise that. Yeah. Lesbian, lesbian, gay, gay, gay bisexual, bisexual, transgender, no, trans... LGBTQ. Yeah, lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, or queer. And then there's I A plus. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I or A plus. sometimes. Yeah. I A plus. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. That... <laughs> I always stumble um, signing that. It's because it's a bunch of letters. Yeah, like that, that must be a nightmare. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> I Which I guess again would be a plus for a B and the others. Yeah. Um, they've got to come up with a, be- a better acronym for that, I think. I think once you get into trying to include everyone in the title, that's when you, like LGB plus. Yeah. Yeah. Was fine. Mm. Yeah. But everyone wants a piece of the action. And yeah. that's a <laughs> massive acronym. But then you've got some that in that group that don't want to be labelled in that group. Because I remember loads of politicians and things started using BAME, didn't they? Yeah. Everyone was in a BAME group. Black, Asian, minority, ethnic. ethnic. Or ethnicity. Or, yeah, ethnicity. But mm. people who are supposedly within that band of people were saying... No, I'm my own identity. I'm not yeah. one of those categories. You can't just lump me in that group because it's black. easier for me to say. Asian. Yeah, that must be the same with LGBTQ plus. What does IA stand for? I've not heard the A IA. Is asexual. I can't remember that. Intersexual. Possibly. Yeah, because I've only heard LGBTQ plus, mm. not the IA bit. Just where does the lump of Letters end. Have a few. Yeah. <laughs> That's but a whole Q, different subject. Also, because I was in some sort of workshop at school for something, mm. and they were saying the Q doesn't mean doesn't have to mean queer. Some of them said it did, and then some of them said it mean questioning. Yeah, it's okay. okay to be questioning, and then that can be you're also figuring it out, and you're yeah. also part of the yeah mm. community. Yes, because you because do, you don't actually say a word; you're just putting out a letter. You can interpret it to whatever you want. Nice. But the thing you were saying about time 
is just knowing when stuff happened and how that fits into context. Right. So he was saying about like uh, his example was uh, when gay men could finally give blood, hmm. and then if it was like before or after that. So right. if you said, "Oh, you can't give blood," but it was before, right? Then that was like that was the reason. Yeah. Or so, do you know what I mean? Like, hmm. and then if it happened after that, then you'd be like, "Oh, well, why?" Hmm. Something like that. And right. That's okay. a very recent thing, isn't it? Yeah, you said June. Mm. Yeah. Which is mental. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think I think they could before, but they had to have all the questions about how many sexual partners they'd had. You and get that every time. Everyone does. I get that every time. How many well, sexual that, that partners have you had? That was something to do with it, though. Have you had sex with someone who charges money? Have you had sex with someone who <laughs> takes drugs? Have you taken drugs? Have you had sex with someone from outside the country? There's loads of questions yeah, okay. every time about who you've had sex with and whether they charge for it, whether they take drugs... I suppose that's the the big concern, and because yeah. there's been that hoo ha about infected blood in the past, mm. and you'd like to think they do massive more checks than an, an iPad questionnaire. Because mm. I imagine shitloads of people lie if they do fall into those categories. We have, like you said, they test the blood afterwards. Mm. So. You you'd think, but, but yeah, no, they ask. I don't know if it's different, but they ask shitloads of questions like that every time. You have to tick yes and no on your iPad. Trouble is, I get so used to no on all these columns. Mm-hmm. When you get to a question where it's no isn't the right response, mm-hmm. you almost oh hang on, no, it's a <laughs> yes on that one. Tell <laughs> <laughs> something, not that, but that he was talking about last time was because of the. Well, I think I said because of the cultural difference. Like, are you vegetarian? Mm. You wouldn't say are you vegetarian in BSL. You would say do you eat meat? Right. And then he was like, if you then change that then the answer is yes. Then the answer isn't yes, you're a vegetarian. Right. Yeah, do you eat meat? Yes. Yeah. Are you vegetarian? Because then, then you have to, like, change it one way and then yeah. change it back to the, yeah. the yeah. other way. Because, <laughs> like, one of the examples he was saying, because it was kind of the... Um, it wasn't the literal translation. It was, like, faithful translation or something, which was, like, a little bit better than literal translation. Yeah. But it was, like, the oath... I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Yeah. In BSL, that would be like, I promise truth, the full truth, definitely the truth. And that's all right. pretty much the same thing. You're basically just going truth, 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 truth. Yeah. In BSL, it would be like, I promise not to lie. Right, okay. So it's like you can change the words because the meaning is the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, sometimes I think when you say, oh, like the vegetarian, they ask the question, do you eat meat? Sometimes I think it's... It's just you, they haven't come up with a word yet for vegetarian. We do, vegetable, vegetarian. It's the same sign. Right. Just not as many people would know it. Right, okay. Because where would they have got the word from? Culture. <laughs> yeah, English, hearing culture. Yeah. So it would take a while to. Well, I suppose spread. they might come across the word if they were reading a menu, so you've got the yeah, vegetarian like, oh, options. Mm. Can a deaf person be on a jury? Google. Yeah. I think there are people with needs can be on a jury, but they have to sort out the needs. Deaf people requiring the use of sign language interpreter will be allowed to take part in a jury service for the first time. Ministers announced today, 9th of March 2021. Oh, shit. So, yes, they can. Yeah, only just. I guess it's an extra cost for them. Yeah, because so they, yeah, they have to fund it, it yeah. yeah. So, can blind? Uh, 
I don't know. Because there are bits you'd have to visualise that you can't really have help I with. Can, can a blind person? The I, first one is see light. Tia, there's a lot of things when you can start... Can a blind person cry? Yeah. When you start typing in questions on Google, you worry about humanity. Um, the first one for deaf was, can a deaf person drive? Right. Yes, yeah. just FYI, they can. Mm. I've often thought that. I think it, with, with sight, sight it depends on your level of sight. Yeah, I mean, I think, when, yeah, because you do get pictures and literature to look at and read. Yeah, as but part if they of the can jewelry. make them bigger... No, but and I mean, you've got if you, your aids yes, but the thing you. is, the term blind, like you've, you said, yeah. covers a whole spectrum. Yes. And some people are completely blind and have mm-hmm. no sight. The blind person becomes the exception to the received view that jurors must possess all their natural faculties. So right. bl- blind people are the only exception to if you've got something wrong with you, you can't be a juror, apart from blind people who all can. Right. That's what I get from that. Well, that's a weird sentence, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> weird way of putting it. Because it was an amendment, under this amendment, the law has moved from no blind person may be a juror to any blind person may be a juror. So, yeah, it would depend on your level of sight. So, you yeah. know, it used to be they couldn't, and now they're like, actually, it doesn't really change anything. Mm. Yes, yeah. you can. <laughs> but, yeah, you'd have to have someone. That's a grisly job. Because we looked at autopsy photos and all sorts when I was on the jury. Mm. So, you'd have to have someone describe that to you. Because they obviously think you need to see it as a mm. juror. Because they, they show us a picture. They? No. Yeah, they do. They say, and this is evidence A, the bloody knife or whatever. Not now, no, they just sort of said... They do TV. I'll talk about real life now. Yeah, and they how many it, years ago are you talking about? Oh, God, yeah, but, but they put something up on a screen and say in your folder if you turn to picture A and this is what this so is showing. So it just be that my folder, rather than being A4 size, mm. would be A1 size or A2. Yeah. It would be massive. Maybe, but I mean, I... When I was there, I doubted how important it was to be able to see these things. No actual use in our decision, seeing the, the dead body. Yeah. It didn't alter the in- implication of what went on. No. Or I mean, anything. Yeah, it was your just, case was a... Oh, well, well, yeah, I mean, you can't talk about it. Slightly so. weird one, but, but it didn't make any difference, really, seeing the body. Mm. And I should imagine quite a few people just... Yeah, skip oh that yeah, you, you see a few of them and they're just sort of whizzing over it and not properly looking at it. It's fascinating to find out hmm. about all this stuff. But no, the um, deaf people and driving, because I've been told off, or people have been told off, for having headphones in while cycling, because you can't hear the traffic. Deaf people can cycle is my, my argument to that. So the fact that I can't hear traffic is irrelevant. Yeah, but I guess they're used to using their other senses to be extra alert no but I, I've always wouldn't. maintained I think I look around more similar situation yeah I but I'm sure other people wouldn't yeah possibly plus having music in doesn't make you deaf to the outside world I suppose it depends on how good your earbuds are yeah I mean they're just buds so they're not noise cancelling no. it's only big headphones I can still hear traffic and be a bit that and shout it out and it doesn't block everything out no sorry got distracted then but no it's, it is equally fascinating every time that's your week i guess mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to get in touch you can find us on instagram and twitter at parents evening podcast or you can email us at po- at parents evening 20 at gmail.com covid bollocks you learn we all learn